Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, friends. Let's talk about thriving and what does it mean to thrive? And what kind of beliefs do you have about what thriving means or what it looks like or how you should feel while you're in that state of being? So I think for many of us, we have the idea that if we're thriving, that we're going to feel amazing, that everything's going to be going really well, we'll be really good at what we're doing stuff is just going our way. And I want to challenge that because I think that having that limited of a belief or that limited of a perception about what thriving is really denies us the joy of knowing that we're doing great, even when it doesn't feel good. And even when life is really challenging. So one of the things that we need in order to feel like we're living a life well in my opinion, is to know what's most important to us, to be able to really understand ourselves on a deep level and connect with what makes us feel like we're living true to who we are, that we are true to our values, that we're feeling like we're showing up as our best self. And I think when we know what is important to us and we're able to make our decisions based on that, like if it's kindness or generosity or honesty or any of those things, when we are doing that, that makes us feel good. And I would equate that with a sense of thriving. Now there's also needing to understand what is it that gets in the way of you showing up like that? What is it that is challenging to you? Because challenges are going to happen. Challenges happen all the time. And so I think we need to really be honest with ourselves about what it is that we want in life, what brings us joy, what makes us feel really good about ourselves, about the world, about how we fit in it, and be able to take that with us as we navigate life's experiences. So when something comes up that throws you off your game and you're like, oh, that's not, that's not what I wanted to have happen. We want to be able to lean into that and respond to it through our values, through the things that make us feel good about ourselves, that make us go, ah, I've really handled that well and to the best of my ability. And I would argue that that is thriving. When we are able to show up and honestly feel about ourselves, that we have done our best, that we really are living true to the thing that we say is most important, that we responded in a way that has integrity, then we feel good. And then we feel like, oh, okay, I'm handling life really well. Mm, And I think we all want to be handling life really well. Ah, But what does that feel like in practice? (laughs) I think it can feel like a struggle. It can feel like everything conspires against us sometimes and makes it difficult for us to do the things we want to do. And I'm coming to realize that sometimes doing the things that I want to do personally 
is not what makes my life good or makes it valuable or makes it thriving. I think some of that is luck of the draw. Like what am I able to actually make happen? What's available to me? The things that make my life feel rich and full and connected and worth living are all of the relationships that I build between myself and other people, myself and the places that I live in, myself and the things that I consume, the things that I allow myself to participate in. And those repeat constantly on a momentary basis. No matter what I'm doing, I'm going to be interacting with something. Am I interacting with an idea, with an actual activity, with a person, with an idea? This, all of these things are going on. And when I feel good about myself, even in the face of adversity, even when terrible things seem to be happening and I feel like the circumstance is not the best, I find that it's when I'm able to truly look at it and say, this situation has happened and what are the skills and the things that I personally bring to the table? How can I use that well? And I like asking questions like that of myself because it allows me one to re-emphasize for myself some things that I like about myself, some things that I think I do well and to recognize them and to actually do more of them. It allows me also to notice the things that I don't do really well, the things that scare me, the things that make me stressed out. And it allows me to acknowledge them. When I'm able to acknowledge things that cause me fear or things that cause me stress and pain, then I'm able to take them into account and go, ah, okay, even though I'm feeling stress and pain around this situation or around whatever I have to do, this experience, this thing that I'm trying to master that I seem to be doing miserably at, it's okay because I'm coming at it with all of these other skills, all of these other desires, and it, it's being true to myself and who I am to tackle it in this way. Or I can even look at it and go, perhaps this area of pain, this thing that's feeling very difficult is actually serving me. What if it's actually giving me an opportunity to stretch into something, to be a more expanded version of myself where I gain a new skill? And isn't it okay that gaining a new skill takes time and doesn't feel amazing all the time? Just like when we do a workout and our muscles hurt and we don't feel amazing right in that moment or while we're healing, we feel amazing like afterwards where we're like, whoa, I totally did that. And check this out. I'm stronger now. And I can do a thing that I couldn't do before. So sometimes I think we need to look a little bit farther up the path or look back from farther up the path to see how much we've gained and how much we've grown to recognize that thriving is about making slow and steady progress about enjoying the process where we can. And even when we can't enjoy the process to still appreciate the progress. Oh, I like that. <laughs> to appreciate the progress, even when we don't enjoy the process. Mm, that's a mantra to live by this year. The process may suck. It might not feel good, but at the end I can look back and feel good about it because I showed up, because I still did the thing I said I was going to do, or even if I didn't do it perfectly, or I didn't show up every single time that I wanted to in the way that I wanted to, I do keep showing up. And eventually, 
slowly, painfully, there is progress. And I notice that I've changed maybe the way that I might have a conversation, or I changed the way that I might try to learn something, or I changed the timing of how I might show up. And all of this asks us to really look deeply within ourselves at what is our particular pace? How fast do we want to go? How hard do we want to work? And this is a question that comes up a lot for myself personally, for my friends and for my clients is how hard do we feel we need to work in order to get something done? And is it okay that it's hard? There's also the, does everything have to feel hard in order to be accomplished? Those are two opposite sides, right? Of the same question is how hard am I willing to work? And also, does it have to be this hard to get the thing done? Is there some balance to be struck in there between what feels like a reasonable effort, but that isn't like soul crushing and killing us and taking all of our energy away? What is the right balance of effort that leads to feeling good, seeing an accomplishment, seeing that progress. And that's where we really need to give ourselves the patience with ourselves. I think that thriving is what happens when we show up and we're more present in our life, when we're not trying to escape from the reality of how everything feels in a moment Because I think in our life, like we have a lot of emotions and generally speaking, we have like five or six that we think are great and everything else is kind of neutral or bad. And that makes it really difficult. If you think that thriving is only when you're ecstatic, happy, feeling in love or motivated or inspired, then the rest of life will feel really grueling. And it'll feel like you're losing the battle somehow and that you're not thriving, even though maybe from outside eyes, you really are. I think that the experience of difficulty and frustration of fear or exhilaration that comes from overcoming fear of handling grief and sadness and loss, all of those things can be done in such a way where we are doing well, where our life is still whole and still very full. And I would argue that in order for your life to be whole and full, you kind of need that whole range of experiences. When we look at people who we say have accomplished an amazing life, that they really did something miraculous, right? Like they changed the world and they did something that really spoke to our heart and that honestly does inspire us. If they were to describe their life, they would say, I was just showing up and doing what I need to do. Or they would feel like, oh, well, of course, I just, you know, showed up and kept on keeping on. I don't know that their experience of their life was all thrills. Most of the time, people have tragedy, people have suffering, people have, you know, disease, disgrace, sadness, just things that come up, things that derail us. Nobody is living such a charmed life where they never have felt pain or they never have had to overcome something. And I would say most of the people that I admire are people who have had to overcome a lot. So I can look at myself and go, oh, if I'm overcoming a lot, maybe I'm following in that person's footsteps. Maybe I am also experiencing life and overcoming my own adversities in such a way that I can thrive as well. Maybe I am thriving. Maybe however I'm handling it is good enough. 
I like making space for that thought to say, no matter what's going on, I'm choosing to thrive and to think of it as a choice. What if we get to choose to thrive and we can thrive in our anger and we can thrive in our guilt and in our sadness and in our regret. And of course, we don't want to magnify any of the emotions that we're finding unpleasant, but to recognize that unpleasant emotions do serve a purpose and they are a part of the whole experience of riding through a life of creating something worth experiencing to look at our lives and go, I am experiencing a life and this life is good enough. What if we get to choose that our lives are good enough and that no matter what giant thing we're setting out to accomplish, no matter where we are on the journey of having it, not having it, achieving it or not getting there, we just recognize that the experience of it, the experience of going for it, of having an idea and striving is good enough and we can thrive in that experience. I love it. I also want to say that I don't think that creatures thrive when everything is perfectly ideal. I think that's a fallacy that we get sold so that we think that our lives need to be better and we should consume more stuff. I think that we thrive when we feel good about who we are and we feel good about how we show up and we're just being ourselves to the max. We're like, I really handled that the the most me way that I could. That always feels good to me. That feels like thriving, particularly when it goes well, but even when it doesn't go well and I somehow, you know, figure it out and move through and just get through it. (laughs) Sometimes that's all we can really hope for is to just get through it. So we get through it and we look back and we go, wow, I'm really living a rich life, a life full of all of the emotions of so many experiences I can relate to so many things because I've been through so much crap, like whatever it is that we need to acknowledge about our experience that makes it feel better to us. I think that's important. And I think we need to stop punishing ourselves for not having the outcome that other people have, or for not having it as soon as other people have it, or this competitive desire to keep up with the Joneses, right? And have what they have and do what they do and have it be as beautiful as it all is portrayed on Instagram, where everything is curated and lovely. And I think we all know in the back of our heads that what we see is curated. It's not a real experience. It's only a very small portion of experience. And yet we set our sights on that as this is the thing that we want to do all the time. This is the kind of life that we should be living I think we need to recognize that the lives that we are living are actually pretty great. They're pretty full. We're able to thrive in them and choose to thrive in them, to enjoy the pieces, parts, the trials and tribulations that are actually ours and be present, be pleasant. (laughs) You don't have to be pleasant at all. Don't do that. I mean, you can if you want to, but you have permission for me not to be, but you should be present, (laughs) present in your life to be able to recognize the unique experiences that you get to have, the interactions that you get to have with people that you care about, the interactions that you get to have with ideas and just stuff in your life, like the games that you play, the people that you hang out with, the books that you read, the podcasts that you listen to. These are your choices. These are the things that are building your life and building your life experiences. And it's awesome. 
this is your unique experience of life. And I wouldn't want anyone else's. I want mine. And I hope that you want yours. So let us move forward and feel comfortable in accepting that we are who we are. We want what we want. We strive for what we strive for. Sometimes we're going to get it. Sometimes we're not. That experience might suck and we're going to handle it. And I think that is thriving, is accepting all of the things that come with being us. Mm. May you find comfort in knowing that your struggles are real and you're handling them, that the life that you're living is so worth it and it's yours and no one else gets to have that. Like you have your life and you have the things you love and the things and the people and the animals and just all of the relationships that love you. That's beautiful. That is thriving. And having a bad day does not mean that you're not thriving. It doesn't mean that you're not succeeding. And if you feel like you're not having an experience of doing well, if you're not feeling like you are set up in a situation to thrive and you want more out of life, reach out. Let's talk. That's something that I help people find. It's helping you to come to understand who you are and what it is that you feel like you're being held back from. What is the thing that you feel is standing in the way, helping you really uncover that so that you using your own you-ness, who you are, get to bridge that, to find your path to achieving it, to realize that nothing gets to hold you back from experiencing the emotions and the kind of relationships that you want to have and that your experiences are all valid, that you get to hmm, dream bigger and learn how to find yourself in that dream. I like saying that to imagine that you get to create your life. And there are things about the life that you're experiencing that you didn't create that nobody created or someone did not you, you didn't have a choice. And yet here you are and you're living your life and you get to choose how do you want to show up? How would you like to experience the thing that's happening and what's holding you back from experiencing it that way? Finding out what that is can change everything. Finding out, is it an action that I need to take? Is it a thought that I keep thinking? Am I just uncomfortable with feeling all of these things? If I could do some of that, would somehow things change? Would I feel more at home in my life? My answer to you is yes. Yes, you can find that. Yes, you will find that. And I would love to help you do so. Or I'd love to hear about it as you do it on your own. Hmm. May you find yourself thriving. May you have an excellent week ahead. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.